0: Hello and welcome back to another episode. If you want to do what with Dan and Julie today is a little bit different. Episode 100. I can't quite believe we're here, but somehow we are.
1: I know it's crazy. It's gone quite quick, but it's
0: been an absolute blast the whole way. It's been awesome. So today the idea is to chat through what we've kind of learned, the people we've had on, uh, give you a bit of a background as to why we started the podcast as we realize we've we've never actually done that. (laughs) Um, But so let's get started then, Jules. Why did we start this podcast?
1: Well, to be fair, it's it's your brain child. And I mean, you lovingly took me out for a curry and pitched it to me and I foolishly came aboard. Um, But where did it come from, from from your idea? Well, I always, always, always had
0: no idea what I wanted to do. The whole way through school, the whole way through A-levels, literally no idea. And you know this anyway, because I've bored you with it many, many times. But, um actually yeah just that kind of feeling of being a bit lost after, after school and I always wanted to do something I never never wanted to just sit around I can't sit still you know that um but I never knew what that was um so I ended up going into the city for 5 years um as an insurance broker which like some of it was fun not all of yeah it. of course yeah some
1: of it was really good fun that's an experience in itself to you know not many people can say yeah they worked up in the city as an insurance broker as well during you know, how old are you? 18 when you started that? Yeah, 18. Yeah.
0: So it, like I was young, but I just very quickly realized it wasn't for me. Uh, but then I'd have periods where I was, uh, you know, an actual broker in um, Lloyds, in London, which is like it's a 300 year old market where things are still done with pen and paper. And you walk around and you have to sit down at these little boxes and and, uh, and, and try and, you know, convince people to write your business. And I loved that. That was really good fun. I'm not saying I was ever actually any good at it. But <laughs> I, yeah, I gave it a go and it was it was good fun. But I still didn't feel like that was what i wanted to do for the rest of my life um and i felt like the industry was changing and modernizing and that that fun bit that i enjoyed uh, was sort of becoming less and less of, uh, of the job um and i would bore my uh, i had a colleague actually at one of the companies i work with um and i would have i probably bore her with like oh, i don't know what i want to do like i'd come up with new ideas literally every time we'd walk to lloyds and bless her she she listened to uh, to me rant and rave about what i wanted to do um, But then I one day I think I was on the train. I thought, yeah, I can't be the only person that has literally no idea what they want to do. Like, how would you go about solving this problem? I thought, why? Why don't we just speak to people? I think I'd listen to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and I was like, podcast. This is a great medium.
1: Yeah, up and coming at the time. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: not that old, Um, but it it just it seemed like if we could get people in that were actually in the industry, because. I looked for career advice and all I could see was very, very corporate, very dull, very, you know, do this degree, you'll get this. These are the requirements. It just felt a bit. I was bored by it.
1: It bland. It was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't anything special. And I think that's the biggest thing having spoken to people is we hear their passion for what they do more than anything else. And that, that lights a fire in anyone listening, I hope i hope so um
0: and and that was the idea behind why we actually started this because like you say when you hear the passion and you hear people that genuinely really love what they do i don't think we have had one person on the podcast in 100 episodes that has said to us oh you, you know what i kind of do it because i because it pays well or you know i just no, do exactly. it exactly they genuinely love what they do and that's all i've kind of i want um so yeah that was how it started then i thought i can't just sit here and talk to people on my own um so i need a co-host so i applied you with alcohol and, and bought your curry and uh <laughs> you said yes to coming on board right
1: yeah absolutely um i remember the curry so it wasn't that much alcohol um <laughs> but no I, I mean like dan said he's bored me with many pitches um, <laughs> actually not to me um he's just come up with ideas one of the actual few he's he said would you like to come on board with this and We spoke about it for a while, and I, you know, I I think it was a brilliant idea. I think as well, one of the things that convinced me was I'd actually just finished university at that point, and had uh, got my first job or proper job. And we both achieved where we wanted to be, or Dan was starting to achieve it, and I had started to achieve it at very different roads. And I think that's been one of the themes throughout the podcast: of there's more than one way to get where you want. Um, which is something i think we've really enjoyed being able to explore with different people um, and how they got to where they are
0: yeah i think you're right 100 percent um you know not everybody that we've had sometimes not even in the same career has had the same route to where they are
1: exactly uh,
0: which is for me i am i didn't go to uni you went to uni
1: i went to uni yeah
0: so we have such a good uh, difference of opinion You know, that we can say, well, actually, I value my unique education because of X. And then I come back and say, well, you know, but I was able to achieve X, Y, Z without going to uni and look at all these other people that achieved without going to uni.
1: Yeah, I I think that's an interesting thing, particularly in this country where I I think you sit on two sides of the fence of for me, it was I was never not going to go to uni, not that I was ever pressured into it or it was an expectation. As young as I can remember, I always enjoyed education and I always wanted to go to university. It was just it was going to happen and I would never do it any other way. It was the best four years of my life. And in a heartbeat, I'd go back and study something totally different just for the experience of doing the process again. Um, Whereas I know you never at any point probably considered it. It was just something you never wanted to do.
0: Do you know what? I think at one point I did consider it and I don't know why I thought it wanted this, but at one point I wanted to be a physiotherapist. Okay. I, but I have no idea where that came from. And I sort of, you know, in my head, okay, I'll do these A-levels and I'll go and uh, learn and I'll go and get a degree in being a physio. I don't know where that came from now. I can't think of, no, I'm just not fit for that kind of career. Um, But I think it came from the kind of pressure that I felt at school to go to university. Yeah. You don't, I've never met a teacher that said, you don't have to go to university. You know, look at all these examples of these people that, that didn't go. And it's not, I I really want to stress this as well. It's not because I don't find learning interesting. Yeah. It's just, I think I was, I personally don't think the school system or the way we learn is particularly fit for the modern world. I think it's very if you think one way and you learn one way, you will do well. But for those of us that think differently and learn differently, it—I just—I lost interest so quickly in the things I was learning.
1: Yeah, and I think that's uh, you obviously just said about potentially becoming a physiotherapist and studying that at university. And I remember your subjects—they were designed to go down that that road. And one of the things I wrote about the other week um, for our up and coming website was how i discovered where i wanted to be and i literally did it out of passion and my gcse's i picked i like these four subjects i going now pick these when it came to a level i like these four subjects i'm not too bad at them i'm gonna carry on doing those and i kind of just fell where i wanted to fall um which i don't think is a bad thing because i mean who at 16 knows what they want to do it's you know obviously we've spoken to a few that did actually yeah. um but you know for me i just followed what i enjoyed and what i was good at um and ended up where i was
0: yeah no and i think that's that's actually really good advice as well for people that are thinking about university but they don't know what they want to do just do something at school you enjoy um because that will often lead you down the right path but like i said for me and i we've had so many people on the podcast and one that isn't actually out yet that we've recorded, um, which you guys will love, which is with a paleontologist and he works in an incredibly academic field. He's never
1: gone to university. Well, he never went to university as a traditional route, but went back to university, but not out of no, a need. for No, it. exactly. He, he was, he was given an opportunity to, to further his, his love for what he did, um, and, and, and snatched it, um, which I, yeah, like, you don't have to go to university. You don't have to not go to university. You got to find what's right for you. And I think the biggest advice is, is follow your passion, you know, follow what you enjoy, what you're good at. And hopefully you'll fall into what, what you want to do. If you can't, um, discover that from an early age
0: you know i i never wanted this to be a uh and you'll i hopefully agree with me i never wanted this to be a rah-rah podcast you know a motivational you can do whatever you want to do yeah. i want this to be a practical example of what you can do like yeah. a genuine you know you can do this route because look this person's done this route there's no reason why you can't do that this isn't meant to be a a gu up and and you know incredibly you know rah-rah motivational thing it's a genuine place where hopefully you get genuine advice from people that are already in the industry doing something they love because they followed their passion. And, and that is the key that we've had. Of, I don't know if you agree, Jules, 100 episodes. They are fueled by passion.
1: Absolutely fueled by passion. And they they love what they do. You know, everyone has the odd day where it's, you know, it's, it's a bit tough and a, the odd time at work. But literally everyone has the same quote. You know, you if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And that's a, a theme throughout every single one of um, these podcasts. Now we started back before, was it 20, 2019, 2019. So before the pandemic um, hit and it started off a bit slow um, and then the pandemic hit and it got even slower. Um, but I think we've, we've done quite well through it. And we've been able to speak to a lot of people um, through the use of uh, Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. It's been Very helpful but
0: i I think you're right i think we start you know start a bit slow like anything does um but now i can't believe we're a hundred episodes and you know the variety of people we've had on um and you know for you jules what are some of the careers that you've thought oh shit i wish i'd done that
1: i think going back to me at a levels and gcse's and it, it was the ones that i had a passion for so for me um history i absolutely loved history and it was actually going to university considered my first subject was to study classical history or classics um and then been that in the bag quite quickly um due to having to learn a, a dead language uh, which i don't think i would have been very good at um <laughs> you've just about mastered english i know well, I, I have not mastered english <laughs> that was the point um and it, it's been all the ones that I, I i've i would have enjoyed if i didn't do what i do now um the, the other ones that stand out for me are uh the, the software engineers i have a passion for software engineering which i never have been able to follow up as much as i have or m- much as i should have um so i find those so fascinating and then as well um anything with the um animal cultivation i think is is brilliant um animal cultivation you cultivate animals uh conservation conservation <laughs>
0: you're growing animals
1: <laughs> <laughs> um because i uh, again who, who doesn't love animals when they're growing up and i think that's a brilliant um brilliant work that people are doing and, and hearing how they get into it and the passion they have for what they do is is brilliant
0: yeah no i'd agree i think for me and we're both history buffs you know we both studied classics at school um and and both really really love and when they come on some of the episodes are like i think the egyptologist is like our longest episode it's like an hour and a half or something um but i just i'm fascinated by it and the fact that these people have made such amazing careers out of it is is brilliant and quite inspirational as well but for me some of the other ones that are really cool are the entrepreneurs um so you know we had giles who is the co-founder of Braymont watches um and the story of how it started everything it was brilliant and that was also one of the first people i'd ever asked to come on the podcast you know i was thinking oh you know i'll, I'll send the message you know maybe they'll reply and giles came literally straight back to me i was down the path but like, no way Braymont <laughs> are gonna come on that is amazing um and the story and if you haven't listened to that episode, it's well worth a listen it's um it's a pretty cool story and then people like um, Steph, from Baked by Steph. Yes, brilliant. You know, a very modern e-commerce driven, using data, using a passion, a creative uh, flair. And, you know, Baked by Steph is doing amazing. It's absolutely flying. Um, and then we've had, like, which was very cool for me and you because we're both, I'm sure we've said it a few times on the podcast, both massively into our rugby. Yeah. You know, we played rugby with each other for years. um, And Julie always threatens to come back at Christmas. So yeah, I'll play next season. He's yet to appear with his boots. Um, But we had Alex Payne on who we both grew up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been watching rugby as long as we've played it. And um, Alex Payne hasn't been there the whole time. He's not that old. But, (laughs) You know, it's someone we've seen on the Sundays, you know, watching the rugby, Saturdays, and it's, you know, we know his voice. But to have him talk to us for an hour or so was just incredible.
0: Yeah, and the amount of people have given up their time, you know, we don't pay people to come on the podcast. They've just given up their time for free to just hopefully impart a bit of advice that they found helped them. And it's been, this. we've had so many great guests, you know, over 100, 100 people have come on. Uh, and talk to us about what they do, how they got into it. And you, you know the story. You've listened to enough of them now. Um, and, you know, it's just
1: I often will turn to Julie after we've
0: recorded it and go, I'm going to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we both have a different point. We sort of sit there and be like, why did we not go down that route? That would have been brilliant.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we had um, an antique jeweler on, um, and I found him so, so interesting because when I was a broker in the city, I specialised in um, fine art and jewellery. Um, and he was talking he was funny enough talking about some competitors that I used to that he placed his business with and things and it was just so interesting um, and the way these people have such passion and they just start something I think that is one of the biggest takeaways for me for this whole thing the people that have succeeded are the ones have just said I'm not afraid to fail I'm just going to start because being not afraid to fail will remove so many barriers like you know it's fine to fail. I think school teaches us. Oh, you know, you failed on your test. You know, don't bother pursuing this anymore. When in actuality, they should just say, "Well, you failed because of this. Try this." Yeah, and just keep doing, keep failing, and that's what so many of our guests have done. They have failed and progressed, failed and progressed, and I think that's a massive takeaway.
1: Yeah, certainly. I think you know we, we fall to stand back up, and um that's how humans have got to where we are by you know learning from our mistakes and learning what we so one of the other things that we've um sort of discovered is uh through doing this is is how people are getting jobs these days you know it's a very 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 competitive market particularly with the pandemic um hitting at a time uh when there's there's already so few jobs um and hearing about people particularly getting their first job round out of university and how what they did to achieve it and i think one of the big things is is this whole cv a cv is so important and it is required for literally any job but it's what you can offer as well as a cv and that's where we've been able to discover people and that's how they've been discovered to get their roles because they have these uh, instagrams or um, other social media where they're creating content because they love what they do they're not doing it for the followers they're doing it because they love their what their subject and just want to share it even more and that has enabled them to get to where they are and that's something that we're seeing more and more of 100 um i couldn't agree and i think that
0: actually kind of links with the uh university thing and school uh, you know going to university or not because we've had um people on who have got amazing jobs just off the back of putting themselves out there creating content um, in something they're interested in and being able to show that because let's face it companies will literally receive we've had recruiters on companies receive thousands of applicants for jobs yeah every single job literally thousands of applicants and you all put a cv in which is a piece of paper which details you how do you stand out in that it's it's so difficult whereas If you have something you can offer, you can showcase a skill set, say we've had videographers on. If you can create a short film or, you know, uh, something or if you're in marketing and you can create a marketing strategy that you've shown works on your Instagram, that's way more valuable than a TV.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's something you have to need to start adding additional. It's almost like a development of the cover letter. I feel like people started putting cover letters on to, to add something extra but bin the cover letter and get an Instagram or a YouTube channel saying, you know, you do this as a hobby because you just love it so much.
0: Yeah. And companies want to see passion. They don't want to hire people. Let's face it. If you're an employer, who do you want? Somebody who knows what they're doing or, or shows a passion for wanting to learn how to do that job and already is making steps towards that or somebody who's got, you know, a nice CV.
1: Because I think the other competitive thing is when you've, come out of university and you apply for those jobs everyone probably has a degree applying for those jobs you know you have to stand above and beyond everyone else and and showing both your personality um as well as your passion i think is, is one of the biggest things you can do to stand out in a job um seeking process
0: and i think the other thing we talked about a lot is the whole um experience. You need experience to get a job, but you need a job to get experience.
1: That old catch twenty two. Yeah,
0: and we've talked about this a lot with a lot of different people, and they've said this exact thing to us: if you want experience, you need to be able to showcase and stand out above other people. So by building these social platforms, or you know, if you're into software development, there's a I think it's called GitHub, I believe GitHub, GitHub.
1: Yeah, I think it's yeah something GitHub, like that. Yeah,
0: something like that. Um, and, you know, you can use LinkedIn, you can use Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is to showcase what you can already do or steps you're taking to learn. Equally, yeah. if you've done courses, you can make a short video about I've done X, Y, and Z course. I learned X, Y, and Z. You know, there are so many ways now to stand out and you'd rather get approached by somebody like that through a direct message, you know, yeah. approach. If you want to go into marketing, approach a do- digital marketing manager for a company. Hey, look. I created this little campaign for your company. I, I thought this was quite cool check it out. They are going to remember you over everybody who sends a CV in.
1: I think that's the other thing you've, you've pointed out is, is trying to not talk to people and network. Um, you know, you go onto some of the big corporate CV hubs and you just throw CVs onto there. I think taking the time to try and reach out to some of these companies and try and talk to them personally. You can't be, um, obnoxious or, or overbearing when doing it but you know if you're trying to be comfortably talking to them um i think that stands you in a much better stead um than just populating your cv onto every website you can
0: i think one of the really somebody who's a really good example of this is um olivia the public historian we had on um she has a brilliant history twitter um and she's interacted with massive historians with companies with production companies research companies and she's ended up getting these amazing career opportunities just out of building this network. Um, and to be honest with you, I think all of our guests have worked hard on building an amazing network. Absolutely. it's It seems absolutely crucial. I know it always has been, but more so now to already have one before you even get into the career.
1: Yeah, certainly. And I think um, that w- w- when you are even in that career, it's to constantly develop it and learn from other people around you is is so important anyway we would be incredibly interested here
0: if you've got anything you want to know about um, any new questions you want to ask any careers you want to go into we are about to launch a new website Um, which is very exciting. We've got loads of new social media profiles. We're going to do more specifics. So if you want a career in science, there's going to be a science page. If you want a career in history, there's a history page, um, just to make it a bit more specific and a bit more tailored for you guys. Um, If you've got anything you want to know about, about the podcast, about careers, please just send us a DM and we will do our best to answer them.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening and uh, thank you for the 100th episode. Yes, here's to the next 100, Jules.